Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to an all-new Younger After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback, all of your YouTube comments and tweets, so please keep it up. I have the beautiful Lindsay Miller here with me tonight. Hey guys, I'm Lindsay Miller. That is my name. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on YouTube. Well, you, actually, you can find me on YouTube. There's like <laughs> one video. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Rock and Mama Life, and my website, rockandmamalife.com. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And of course, AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 9. The Good Shepherd, and I can't say the word shepherd ever again and not oh. laugh and become extremely uncomfortable. No, this like ruined like the Christmas story for me. <laughs> it ruined some interesting things for me because we have Matthew Morrison from Glee, who is Mr. Schuster, and he's very wholehearted and pure. Yeah, um, yeah I, he was very pure in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I would really. We're going like, to start right in with the bestiality, yeah. Well, so I just, just go big or go home. You know, I just <laughs> needed to talk about it because I was planning on talking about it more toward the end when it happened. But and you know, we will hopefully not talk about it too much. But I just can't help it because I think it's funny when we came in tonight. You know, Lindsay and I were talking, and I said I was half paying attention, and then I had to rewind <laughs> like several times. I was like, "Wait, what? Did that really just happen?" What? I mean, this show pushes the envelope a lot, but that was like, really? I did not, I did not, I give you this, I did not see that one coming. I've never seen that one coming in my... Kudos to the writers. (laughs) Well, it's true, they are pushing the boundaries every week, I think. they really are. They're really trying to get people to pay attention. Yeah, I guess. That's one way. Well, like, the ads for the show are always like, tweet us, Facebook us, yeah. hashtag like us, social media, social media, social media. I know. But I do enjoy how they incorporate it into the show, which kind of kicks off this episode with the, Liza. She, yeah. 
screwing or the social media? No, the social media, (laughs) not the sheep screwing. You leave the best for the end, obviously. With the social media and all of that, and this is a younger generation for Liza. She doesn't really know anything. Her and Josh have broken up. She is baking up a storm. Yes, I love that that's her, like, stress response is to bake. Mine is to eat the things that are baked. But, you know. I think mine's to do zone. both, actually. <laughs> to bake it, then eat it? Yeah. Yeah, I like to just buy them already baked and then eat them. Good That's point. My stress response. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Liza's putting in so much work to baking. It's very funny because I kind of, like, related, but also made her be like, ooh, girl, you old. Like, yeah. Sh- you know what? Susie Homemaker. Yeah. Your age is coming out. I'm surprised it wasn't a red flag for Lauren and Kelsey because, like, I don't know. If I was in my early, tw- like, now being in my 30s if I went to a friend's house and they were like struggling with something or a breakup or their marriage and they were like frantically baking I'd be like "Mm, strange choice but all right but if I went to like if I was like in my 20s and went to a friend's house and they were like full-on apron and like baking their heart out like Susie Homemaker I'd be like this is odd yeah it's like you're having a mental breakdown Might need to go to rehab, but no, it's fine. Do they have rehab for, like, bakers and all? Well, it's probably she's baking and taking Adderall in the back yeah. or something. Actually, that That's would a make... a different show. That would make a lot of sense, though, for this episode. Yeah. But they come in, they're trying to comfort her, and then they tell her they've created a Tinder profile for yes. her already. And then they see Josh... Also on Tinder. Yeah. Apparently, you know, each group of friends made it as a joke. Yeah. But how he really knew it wasn't Liza, or maybe it was as if either Liza has turned into more of a sociopath and is making a Tinder profile that she's 26 years old, or her friends did it for her. No, I mean, it was pretty clear that hers was her friends doing it. I mean, that would be really out of character for her to be like, I'm 26 and on Tinder. Yeah. But... I don't know that his was necessarily his friend's doing. Me either. Although he does have that one roommate who's, like, not a fan of Liza. So I could see him making one. And living vicariously through him. Yeah, he's, the one who, like, wears Liza's robe. Yeah, and he's chubby and just, like, sits know his and name? eats Cheetos. I don't know. I forget. I that's. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry. I think we should know his name. Yeah. I don't know. Does anybody know his name? Yeah. Please let us know. The roommate. Are you in the chat right now? Is it- I am in the chat right well, now. Yeah. With Rosie Blooms and Lisa Payne. I can never say her last name. And Brandon. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being in the chat uh, because we'll ask you questions. So just know that Lindsay's here watching. I am here just watching. One eye on the chat wall. So after (laughs) we have this like interesting beginning scene with the Tinder and the girls coming to Liza's house to cheer her up, Liza needs to go get more apples from the farmer's market. Of course. Well, it's just like you're turning into such a hipster. My God. I I don't know. I'm kind of a hipster at heart. I love the farmer's market. I like them, too. Okay, it's not that I don't like them. I love it. I do. I do like them, but I don't think I'd fit in in New York. I watch the show, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know if they'd like me. It's different. It's the farmer's market in New York and the farmer's market in L.A. are very different. Yeah, I feel like in L.A. I go and I can go, but in New York, it's a bit more aggressive. Well, I feel like in L.A., everybody goes to the farmer's market. It's just kind of where you shop, like, you know, all different walks of life. But New York, it's definitely, like, it's a commitment. Yeah. To a lifestyle. She goes a lot. Yes. Obviously. But when she goes, it's it's a flea market situation. You know, we have those here in mm-hmm. L.A. And she meets the shepherd yes. named Sebastian, 
who is sell- was it a coat or a blanket that it she It was a blanket made out of his sheep. I don't did you find this like meeting when she walked over to him, I found it super creepy. Like she walked over and she like picks up the blanket and she's like kind of massaging it, has this weird, creepy look on her face, and she's like, This is so soft. Like I just thought that whole like conversation was super odd. I know. I thought she started off creepy. He kept on matching her. Yeah. He continued to match her creepiness and he won. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. He definitely won. But let's just say that she wasn't that normal. Um, the entire, no. yeah, it was, a, it was a weird interaction and she had just broken up with Josh and she was upset. And so next thing you know, she's just like hardcore into this shepherd. She with buys sheep blankets. Yeah. And he names them, which I think is a crazy thing to do. So if you're I wrote kill gross. Them. I wrote gross named by the lamb the wolf came from. And it like turned her off. But he didn't kill him. Well, they, they just shear them. They shear all the wool off and oh. then they make them into blankets. Right. Okay. Because. The one she took home with her was Stella, and we meet Stella later. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. I wonder if she still uses that blanket. I don't think so. I don't. It seemed really soft and cozy, though. But you know what? <laughs> I We're not sure. You know what? We'll get to it in a few minutes. I'm not Sorry. sure if there was penetration. I know there was, but, like, it's Matthew Morrison from Glee, and it's hard for me to <sighs> see him like that. No pun intended. Yeah. Okay. But let's... he's the hipster Thoreau, so we'll Yeah. Yeah. Hipster Thoreau. And he could have been whatever he was doing. Okay. Let's get into some Kelsey. Yes. She is just, it's like watching another ticking time bomb. Oh, like I said last week, this engagement is a freaking joke. That is clearly a skis ball. I think that he's just not mature enough. I don't know why I defend Thad constantly. I don't either, because he obviously is not actually in a serious, committed relationship with Kelsey, and I still maintain my point of view that he only proposed to her because his boss said, don't let that one go, and all he cares about is moving forward in his career. Well, I... Still think I think he wants to want to be with Kelsey. No, I don't think he wants to. I think he wants to be a hot shot, and I think he knows that he needs to impress his boss to do that. And so, if his boss says, "Oh, don't let that one go," he's not going to let that one go. He didn't even tell his parents. Yeah, that he he was proposing to her. I'm sorry, but like, you don't actually want to marry somebody if you think it might be a surprise. Or your parents might be upset if you propose to somebody. Yeah, it's very true. And it's even more true when... And it's so funny, again, with social media being a theme of Mm -hmm. this episode and for the show, for that matter. You know, Kelsey posts a blurry photo on Instagram of her engagement ring Mm -hmm. and is wondering why it's not getting enough likes. And then she sends the request to Thad. Yes. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. I would have been just... It's off. I think that happened when I... Got engaged to my husband because it, if it's true, if you like say you're engaged, but they don't, it's like you're, it's like this abyss of like you're engaged to yourself. But just because my husband doesn't use social media, so he like never really did that. <laughs> well, with that, I don't think that that's the case exactly. No, he clearly had some 
people that he needed to break the news to first. Yes, which A, okay, so Thad said that as an excuse Mm -hmm. for not sealing the deal via Facebook, and I thought to myself, wow, that's really honest, but secondly, wow, Kelsey's... He's dating other people. Yeah, but Kelsey's response was like, oh, whatever, get it done, and, you know, like, we'll just seal, we'll do this all on the same night, and unfriend, blah, it's... She's going to get caught up, and I mean, you can see it coming a mile away. She's going to get caught up, swept up in this, like, wanting to be married, and she's, like, enamored with being married, and she's going to look past the fact that he's a skeezball, he doesn't actually want to marry her, he doesn't actually, like, want to be married, and she's going to look past that all, and it's just sad. Well, I would very much love for her to come to that realization before he does. That would be really nice. I hope she does, too. Well, even Liza in this episode, which was so crappy. Oh, so typical, though. (laughs) I was like, you know what, Lauren? I don't like you that much. Nobody really does. I really am not, and these random other girls we don't know are at these like drinks for their engagement, and with just just with Kelsey and the girls, yeah. and someone else brings up the fact that Thad is not what they want for Kelsey, and yeah. Liza agrees, and she ends up having to be the one to tell Kelsey and the rest of the girls disagree with her. That yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Are we getting rid of this girl? Any of these girls soon? Well, we just met well, most we met of them. Some new people. Have we seen all of them? Before? No. Yeah. No. I don't there think was some so. new randoms. And Ashley in the chat said that if they were her true friends, they should tell her the truth about how they feel. And I agree. I think it was kind of lame for them to pin it on Liza and then be like, "Oh no, we love him, Kelsey." As soon as they saw the look on her face, but also so typical of like. 26-year-old girls. 26-year-old girls. Like young girls that just want to, like, they don't want to, you know, ruffle feathers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You say ruffle feathers, I say rock the boat. It's good ones. Potato, potato. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's true. That that annoyed me, and but also made me laugh because I did think that it was very typical. We, you know, by the end of the episode, we'll just get to the end of Kelsey and Thad because uh, we're going to save the best for last. Yeah. You know, he ends up telling his parents, and they are excited, and, you know, she leaves. Everything gets officialized. She basically has to beg him to accept her engagement Mm -hmm. on Facebook and sit him down like a child. And tell him that her vagina is on vacation. Oh yeah, if and his parents are well. On that vacation. was the thing that I said. You know, I was like, "Do you really want your future husband when you say my vagina is on vacation?" And then for him to respond, "Well, is your mouth?" Yes, um, he's a skis ball. That's what I'm trying to tell you. How are you defending this guy? He's like such a creeper. Maybe because he's my type. That might be. Oh, it. that's bad. why you're single. I know. Find a new type, I ladies. I know. If that is your type, <laughs> you need to find a new one. Because if he's putting a ring on it, he's probably not really in it to win it. Lindsay, that was brutal. That was, like, more brutal than my mom, but thank you. That's the truth. <laughs> he's a skis ball. He's clearly, I mean, do you, okay, do you buy that the loose ends were his parents? No, he even admitted the loose ends were basically other people. Other women. Yes, that women. That he's seeing. I'm sorry, but how can you think that he really wants any part of him? really wants to marry this girl and has some change of heart if he's, like, seeing other people, like, actively seeing other people to the point where he can't announce his engagement because he needs to let down his other girlfriends. I know. It's really bad. I Okay, I don't think he's actively, at this point in time, having sex with other girls. I think maybe he's texting them flirty, inappropriate things, mm. which is still really bad. 
Obviously. Ooh, Ashley doesn't think he even told his parents. Oh. Also that, could be true. That could be true. And it's just, it's really sad to see Kelsey so excited. Um, oh, before we end their storyline, I want to throw something in there that Diana said that was so funny. Do you remember? No. When Diana uh, and Kelsey first kind of had an interaction, Diana said something like, she gave her a bottle of champagne. Oh, and she was, like, congratulating her. For on her first. Engagement. Yeah. But it was, like, her first one. I'm going to, okay, I'll find it in a second. But it was a hilarious quote. While you're looking for it, Lisa in the chat let us know Josh's roommate is Gabe. You're our hero, Lisa, for knowing that. Yes, Gabe. Gabe. Oh, my gosh. So perhaps Gabe set up the Tinder Oh, Diana on. said, congrats on the starter marriage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is what it will be if she marries Thad. Yeah, it's either he's gonna, the kind of guy who's going to marry her so that he can get forward in his career, and then he's going to drop her like a hot potato the second she needs her first round of Botox and find somebody younger. Yeah, oh, younger. That'll be younger, but in the bad younger way. Younger, younger, younger. <laughs> and it'll be like Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber Two, Dumb and Dumber Er. We're going to be like younger Er. Oh, er, er. sad. <laughs> Well, sad, bad. So sad. It it really is. But I think that someone that sees Liza for herself in this episode is um, Shepard Sebastian again. Which oh, he sees. He he sees, he sees something. Um, but Kelsey really likes this idea, you know, of the Shepard, mm-hmm. and she loves what he wrote that he gave Liza to read. Well, I think it's a great idea. You know, like this whole idea of how it's. Again, I can see how they were interested in it. It's kind of the polar opposite of the Jade nonsense, you know, in this kind of, like, anti-technology, anti-city life, this sort of dream. You know, even I, watching it, I called my husband and I was like, I just watched my show where they went to this farm in upstate New York and it was just, like, beautiful and relaxing and it was looked so simple. And all I could think was, I want to move to a farm. <laughs> you know, like, I think it's just in our world, we're so busy. So I get how they would be enamored with this idea of a book that really preaches this kind of, like, leaving it all behind for just fresh air and simple living. That people can only take for so long at this point in this generation. Mm-hmm. and they get lonely. Yeah, they get lonely <laughs> and maybe go a little crazy uh i don't know or maybe you're just a huge pervert moved to the middle of the woods because you're a huge pervert yeah i'd go with the latter because i know a lot i grew up in upstate new york like middle of nowhere and i know a lot of people that lived on farms and i'd be willing to bet that none of them got so lonely or bored that they had a special relationship with their Lambs. I don't know. I really have never known anyone that's lived on a farm, and my brain went to like, oh, maybe that happens. No, I think I do not think that happens. If they're single and lonely, I mean, I think it probably has happened. I think <laughs> I think to say that it never happens is is not true, but I don't think that's the norm. Well, let's talk about what happens with his character in general. <laughs> At first, he seems super awesome because Liza goes there to pitch in this book idea, and he says he already has a book written, which literally looks yeah. like a witch's grimoire. Oh my God, I loved it. Oh, it was awesome. I yeah. love witch's grimoires, but I'm just saying it looks. I don't know what that word is you're talking about, but I loved the look of the book with the leather yeah, bound. Yeah, it's like a witch's book of spells. Oh, okay. And that's what it is. And it really looked like that, and he likes Liza. They end up 
you know, he goes to New York to meet with Diana mm-hmm. and Kelsey. They love it. They love him. They end up offering him a deal. Liza goes to deliver the papers when they start making out. Oh, but I'm sorry. Before that happens, of course, they go out to dinner yes. after the uh. meeting at the publishing house. And they run into Josh. Yes. And his Great. hot model day. Well, no, she works for the New York Times, right? That Oh, is that who that was? From last week. She was a bitch oh. last week to Liza. Hussy. Yeah, same girl. Yeah, Greta. I'm sorry. Her name's Greta. And Ugh. but maybe they were just Greta. doing the same thing that Liza was doing, which is just like, you know, dinner and drinks for business. Maybe he was doing the same thing Liza was doing, but I guarantee that Hussey was not. Greta was looking for some action. Yeah, she had her claws in early, and then when she met Liza, she was like, oh, no. And then mm-hmm. digged in harder. Yeah. And not to get any predictions, but we do see next week that he's dating some pseudo-celebrity, so maybe that's him. I don't know. Mm. Or her. <laughs> mm. Whoa. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a Freudian slip, maybe. Maybe he's a her. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm... <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, wow. That's getting really crazy. I'm so confused. Well, okay. Who are we talking about? There's a lot of... There's just... Five years of life on the farm. He's... But... Okay. I just want to say that Josh isn't in a lot of this episode. And no. it's sad and I missed him. But I like the interaction was important tonight because it kind of drove Liza to jump into, <clears throat> you know, uh, Shepard's arms. Yeah, I guess so. You think she was just going to do it anyways? I don't know. I actually thought it was weird, the the whole thing with the shepherd, like the timing of it. I just don't necessarily buy, like character-wise, for Liza to like literally jump in. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't really make sense to me that her character would be go, go from this like frantic baking, like feeling so guilty, feeling like it's her fault it all happened, and then be able to like be like, oh, whatever, like. Sexy shepherd, and like just sort of start hooking up with this guy. It just seemed, I don't know, it just didn't make sense to me. She seemed hypnotized by the wool. Perhaps. Yeah. You know, does that happen <laughs> in upstate New York? Lindsay? I've never been hypnotized <laughs> by wool. No. But apparently Wool has a charm and a draw, because she goes up to Potter's Hollow. Yeah, she does. And- Several times. And I just want to point out, too, the amount of... Every time she pulled up there, unannounced, yeah. uninvited, I was like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. But she kept on doing it. And when she... So she went the second time to bring him the papers. They ended up kissing a lot. Then she had to leave because of her phone, which I thought, mm-hmm. I was like, well, if this turns into a thing, that is going to be a big red flag. Well, that's what happened with his last, with his ex, apparently. She could only make it six months on the farm without technology, and then she had to go. Yeah. Or perhaps he decided he wanted to bring in a uh, little spice <laughs> to their relationship, and she was like, ah, it's right on the line. Oh, I, no. <laughs> I think... What's wrong with me? I'm I'm like feeling You're bad for him. You're defending him. He I'm not had sex okay. with a sheep. Let's put it out there, guys. He had sex with a sheep with Stella, named Stella, whose wool he made blankets out of and sells. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he does like to City. talk about her um, when he sells it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's not good. I would love to know. So, okay, let's talk about what happened. <laughs> Liza comes back to, she has one more piece of paper he needs to sign that she forgets. 
And she comes back one last time. He doesn't answer the front door. And then she goes in the back to the barn and sees him to what looks like having sex with a sheep with Stella. No, he was having sex with this sheep. What did he say? Stella. He said he was grooming her. Yeah, what? I was grooming her as he's, like, moaning with his pants down. Mm. Yeah, you're right. He was definitely having sex with her. But yeah. were his pants really down? I don't know. Yes. Okay. They were unbuttoned and yeah. down. I know. I, I mean, not all the way down, but definitely <laughs> down enough. I'm just really wanting to defend uh, Mr. Schuster from Glee. I love Mr. Schuster, but he is not on Younger. He's a very different kind of character. <laughs> I just keep going back to, I just went back to in my head when she first meets him at the farmer's market, and she was looking at the blankets, and he's like, this one's Stella, and then he was like, this one was like, you know, it was another sheep's name, and he was like, she was a fine sheep, too. Like, yeah, and he then, kept saying was, and I thought they were dead, but then after seeing the uh, relationship he has with his sheep, I think he's referring to his past lays. Wait, what? What do you mean? Like the, like, the sheeps he's had sex with. Like, she was a fine sheep, too. Well, but then when Liza runs away and he screams, Stella, what? He was screaming after the sheep. That's what I thought. The sheep Stella ran away. That's what I'm saying. This other sheep he had sex, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I. Uh, it's the first time I've ever seen this portrayed, really. I've Yeah, I've not. I. I've watched a good amount of TV in my day, and it's definitely a a topic that is not in vogue. (laughs) I did not see this one coming Mm -mm. at all. Can you imagine the writer's room? They're, like, throwing out ideas, and they're like, hey, what if, what if he had sex with the sheep? I think it's pretty hilarious, actually. <laughs> I know I'm, it's not that I'm not disturbed by it. I know that you I'm so were disturbed. disturbed. I'm so disturbed by it. By it, but I was just I couldn't believe that they did it and <sighs> exactly that they thought of that in the writers' room and probably talked about it. I thought it was hilarious and it gets your attention. Oh, it's definitely attention grabbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I love, well, first of all, you know, Kelsey, or not Kelsey, Liza, when she sees it, she drops the manuscript, mm-hmm. all the papers, and runs. I don't know if I would have done, I don't, I, was, I think I would have been like, yeah, bye, get me out of here. But what about professionally, though? I mean, I think when you just come across somebody who's having sex with a sheep, you just don't really think about anything other than you just came across with somebody having sex with a sheep. Okay, but let's just... But I, do you, okay, so do you think that he's, this is the last we're going to see of him? I wanted to say, uh, I hope we do see more of him, but... Because I think his book is really... What's what's disturbing to me is that I feel like his book idea, you know, this whole, like, five years on a farm and this, you know, leaving everything behind from the city to have this simpler life or whatever, I think it's a great book and would be perfect for the millennial imprint. Me too. Because it's something that's very relevant to, like, that age range where you're sort of caught in this rat race and you need this breath of fresh air and this, you know influence and so I'm very torn it's like like you said the professionalism is she gonna have to go back and be like (laughs) okay you're super uber creepy and I'm pretty sure that's illegal in like most states the United States of America but you got a really good book so like let's 
yeah. do this. I mean, think about the female feminist uh, that we saw a couple past couple weeks. He was super creepy. And I'm sure he's done some weird things, the too, yeah, that we don't know about. I mean, he was weird. And I'm kind of sad that we didn't yeah. get a little wrap-up. Feel poor Diana. Yeah. That is, oh, Diana. I know, that must have been so embarrassing for her. Totally. Totally embarrassing. But I do think, you know, she was worried how she could market this book and, you know, the Sheep Whisperer is one way to go. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like, okay, either one of two ways that this character might be ruined because no one's ever going to take it his character right. seriously because of what we have seen. However, I do think it'd be an awesome book for the imprint. I mean, it would be an awesome ending of the book. It's like kind of, you know, you... <laughs> saw this story of this dream, you know? It's it's you know what it is? It's like one of those movies where you find out like they were dead the whole time. And you know? say yeah. that. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you read this book and you're like, he's living the dream, he's left it all behind, he found this simpler life, and then at the end you find out that he's just been having sex with sheep. You know, I think if they make it, they're gonna cut that part out. <laughs> I think that's what would make the book like really drive it home. You need to, you need to work for the imprint. That's that's what needs to happen. On that note, let's get into some predictions yeah. for next week. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, that's on me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the big thing, you know, in the previews where they say, uh, where you see Kelsey, or not Kelsey, you see Liza in bed with Maggie, and she's saying, I drank too much last night and something terrible happened. I, my first thought was, oh, we see her ex. Right? So I was like, oh, maybe she hooks up with her ex. And then I'm like, mm, no, that's too that's too good. They just had somebody have sex with a sheep. That's, like, way too predictable, having <laughs> sex with her ex. And then I was like, ooh, maybe she hooks up with Thad, which would be really, really wrong. And then Whoa. I was like, no, that's way wrong. But you do see Thad looking over her shoulder while she's on the phone. And I think maybe Thad finds out that she is not who she says she is. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. Maybe she got sloppy. And maybe Thad actually finds out. But on the flip side, I think that Liza finds out that Thad is hooking up with other chicks. So I think maybe they both have something on each other. And I think it's going to be a real litmus test for Liza as a human being to see if she's willing to keep Thad's secret, knowing that that's really going to hurt Kelsey, to keep her own secret or if she's going to come clean to Kelsey and let her know what that is really up to. Wow, I... Right? That was loaded. Yeah, that did not cross my mind in the slightest. No? No. Um, mm. My mind is kind of blown, and that would be interesting if it went in that direction. I don't know if it will. Otherwise, you have an amazing imagination. I know, right? <laughs> You're building some really good story there. Thanks. That would be Thanks. a great storyline <laughs> for the show. Uh, I think that when she, when Liza meets with her ex, that she messes up by telling her ex what she's doing. And maybe Mm. they hook up a little bit, or maybe they hook up, but she might, you know, kind of let go and tell him everything that's going on with her. And uh, because we see him saying, you know, I'm not a bad guy, I'm Mm -hmm. better than you think I am, so maybe he somehow gets her trust for the time being and they're drunk and she tells him 
But, yeah. you know, I like my story better. I do, too. <laughs> I think it, I'm trying to, that would suck. No, she can't hook up with Thad. That would no, be, I don't think she'll hook up with Thad, but I think that Thad will find out that she's not who she says she is, and I think he'll hold it over her. But she'll have on him that he's hooking up with other people. Yeah, but, and then it, she'll have to end up, I do like that because she will have to She's going to have to tell, tell Kelsey. Kelsey because. Because it, she would be a horrible person if she didn't. Yeah, and there's, you know, a lot of these storylines about blackmail. There's been several of them. And mm-hmm. It's like, you tell them this, I'll tell them this. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be Liza coming clean, perhaps. But that kind of mm-hmm. sucks because it's that she has to. Yeah. Which is not really, doesn't really give a whole lot of closure. Yeah, and I know I said at the beginning of the season, because somehow my brain had a huge brain fart at the end of last season, I thought I was like, oh, Kelsey knows. Like, Kelsey already knew. Kelsey's good. She knows. But what if she does? I thought <coughs> that, but now I'm just like, you know what? I'm not I'm not so sure that she's the sharpest tool in I don't the shed. Think she's definitely not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, I think and I think that Diana knows. Really? Yeah, I've I wouldn't that be surprised forever. by that. Because, okay, you know, why would she continue to keep her on as her assistant? It's at yeah. this point, she's going to have to get promoted soon. Yeah. She's really working hard on this imprint. And she's, Diana is letting her take meetings with her, which is a big thing. So, part of my prediction is that Liza either will get promoted or outed. And I think part of that, though, is that Diana knows. Yeah. She's had an inkling. But sometimes you don't want to get confirmation of those things because you have to do something about it. Yeah, because I could see Diana holding... Again, like, there's a lot of this blackmail that it's kind of a theme of the show. And I could see, like you said, Diana holding that over her head and wanting to promote Liza to a position for her, but say, like, you know, you're going to have to give up your imprint. And, you know, if you don't take my position, what I'm asking you to do, then I'm going to tell your little friend that you're not really who you say you are. Yeah. I could see that happening. Although I like Diana too much for her to be. Well, I also think that this week we are starting to get to, she's kind of getting in on the group with Kelsey. I love Diana. I I liked her the most I think I've ever liked her this episode. And so I don't think she's going to blackmail Liza, but I think that she knows that Liza's older than she says. But I think she's just kind of going to get in on the action. I kind of want her to be like pal. I want to see like the three of them go out for drinks and be like palsy. I think. What if Maggie and uh, Diana and Diana's like maybe I'll be a lesbian? I've said that all along. I want Maggie and Diana to hook up. (laughs) That would be awesome. And Diana to go to like Maggie's awkward sex party. Yeah, I think it would be hysterical. Couldn't you see her being like dominatrix? Like it's like totally perfect for her. Absolutely, I completely do. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. We put a lot out there this episode, yeah. um, yes. as did Mr. Schuster from Glee. As did the writers. Yeah, who, I agree, Lisa. The writers are odd, and that is what we have garnered from this season. <laughs> but I'm a fan. I love this show. Dare and to be different. We all do. <laughs> we miss our other co-hosts. Yes course tara and dan we will all hopefully be here next week Lindsay, where can everybody find you on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at rock and mama life and you guys can find me online at sam entertainment.com or on twitter and instagram at sam 43 we will see you guys next week from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.